Welcome to D3 Nation, now don't you change the station, oh lord knows it has just begun. We're talking all the motivation from years of dedication, discovering who's number one. The fight is never done, you gotta dig down inside for who you're destined to be. The war is never won, so talk it out with your host, Gennaro and What's going on, Division Three wrestling fans? Happy New Year. And we are starting the new year on a strong note in the D3 wrestling world with the NWCA multi-division national duels. And this is a big deal, Division Three. Um, you can just tell by the amount of teams that are entered into this. I think uh, it's the most out of any of the NCAA, at, out of uh, NCAA Division Two and NAI. There's 24 teams that are entered this year, which is a great sight to see after last year, how that all kind of went about. Um, the duel still happened, but obviously the field was very abbreviated. We got a full field this year, 24 teams looking for that coveted national duel title. Um, and yeah, NAI, uh, just a fact check, NAI and uh, D2 both have 16. So definitely D3 is ready to rock and roll with the biggest bracket. Yeah, so um, they'll get everything going to – Tomorrow, uh, we're going to post this episode uh, this evening so you guys can check it out, this little preview, um, before everything gets going this weekend. Uh, National Duels happening on the 6th and 7th, um, just like every year to kind of kick off the new year. Um, so the first round will get going, the prelims for Division Three at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And all this action will be uh, watched on Flow Wrestling with your Flow Pro account. So there's eight prelims, and then... The top eight seeds are already sitting in the round of 16. And then they will wrestle it out tomorrow to they get to the semifinals and uh, the placing basically the top eight finishers in the bracket. So it's not a full uh, wrestle back. If you lose before the semifinals, you can only wrestle back to fifth place. Um, and then if you make the semis, you automatically certify a top four finish. So um so let's actually, before we get into the prelim stuff, let's talk about these top seeds. Um, really, no no surprise um, in these top four seeds. Uh, you know, Johnson and Wales uh, coming in at number four. Um, they've been kind of working their way up the rankings as they get guys back into their lineup. Um, and everyone kind of knew, we talked about it on this show, that they had some guys that were out during the fall semester, some heavy hitters, uh, but now they're back in the lineup, back into the national rankings. Obviously noted with uh, Mike Ross, he comes in at number one in the country at 174, and uh, Lear and Lika at heavyweight jumps into the top seven after being in the blood round last year. I believe he's sixth in the latest poll. So obviously those are big boosts in their And they both uh, uh, competed, correct, at uh, the Hershey Duels before yeah, Christmas. Nash National Duels will not be their first event. They compete at the Hershey Duels, and they look good. Um, Johnson Wales is 12-0 and on the year already. Um, so, so yeah, so they're going to obviously be in the mix. Um, and, uh, obviously, the the five-seed North Central, if the seeds hold true, um, that will be a great quarterfinal match with some really, really highly ranked matchups there. Um, but coming in at number one, Warburg, I mean, they've been sitting at top of the the – you know, the poll and the tournament poll and the dual meet poll 
kind of all year. So no surprise there is the one seed Augsburg, the two, um, and then Wisconsin lacrosse who had a great fall semester. Um, a lot of ranked dual wins. They come in at the three. So, um, yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised uh, they're three a little bit. Uh, why do you, why do you think that? I mean, I know last year was a little uh, watered down with all the COVID stuff. I mean, but they are the returning champs and I don't know. I think they have a pretty good resume on the year so far. So yeah, I, know they, I mean, I know you said they kind of look at the NWCA rankings kind of as the seeding purposes, but yeah, there's a lot of different, different factors there. I mean, I think, uh, I don't think, I don't think anyone could argue or uh, that Wisconsin lacrosse could easily been the two seed here. Um, you know, but two and three, they both sit on the bottom side of the bracket. Um if seeds hold true there, lacrosse would have a battle with Wabash College in the quarterfinals. That, and, that's that's going to be a good match, too. Yeah, and then Augsburg, who had a tough tough out with Wisconsin Eclair, that potentially could be the uh, bottom half quarterfinal with the two and the seven. And they already wrestled this year with real tight, like you said. So, yeah, some, yeah it came down the some pretty, pretty uh, really good uh, – I guess so. Are those the quarters? Or is that round of sixteen? No, no round of that 16. that would be that would be the quarterfinals. Yeah. If any of these top eight seeds wrestle each other, um, it would be the quarterfinals. Because, like I said, we have those prelims. So there's eight winners that will uh, move on to on the championship side to kind of start the the day in the national duel. So prelim one is Milliken and NYU. That's a that's a pretty solid one. Both teams have some really uh, good firepower there. Prelim two, you have Bolin Wallace and Dubuque, which I'd say you have to probably favor Bolin Wallace here as they kind of shape up their lineup. Um, they got their national champ in Jordan Decatur back. Yeah, and that could be interesting because if Bolin Wallace wins, uh, Decatur will get his rematch pretty quick with the Whitewater kid. Yes. Yeah. So Decatur came back in the Gator Boot duels and he um, had kind of a tough debut. I mean, first kind of tournament from him wrestled some, you know, some tight matches, uh, eked out some wins, but he did get uh, taken out by the Whitewater uh, Tyro Klein in overtime. Um, and that was a big, that was a big swing in the match because that ended up propelling Whitewater to beating Ball and Wallace. Um, but Ball and Wallace obviously has. And you remember on Klein, uh, he wasn't top 10 at the time, was he? No, no, I, I actually don't even think Klein's their starter. They have two guys. They have uh, uh, Fort Fortanuga, I think, and that's uh, and right, Klein, that's right, and, and Klein that have been splitting time. So, um, but listen, Decatur is the national champ. I mean, first versus Van Back, he had wrestled a tough field, uh, you know, so he just got to kind of get his feet back under him. So, very interested to see how that kind of plays out in the uh, round of 16. Um, but yeah, Ball and Wallace has some heavy hitters with Decatur coming back. They got Petrella back down at 149, and then Doug Byrne up at 197. Uh, all those guys are ranked in the top 10. So, Ball and Wallace are very formidable. And Ball and Wallace is a team they usually wrestle very well here. I mean, oh, yeah. I, th- I think uh, the last three times they took fifth. I believe. Uh, I would have to. I would have to double check that, but I know they find their way onto the podium at national duels a good bit. Um, Coach yeah. Gibbs and company they do a great job getting those guys going. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how they kind of bounce back. They have their new lineup. 
Uh, obviously have the rematch with Whitewater if they can get back to Dubuque. But, you know, Dubuque's a very scrappy team out of lower Midwest. Um, so you can never really count those guys out. So that's in prelim too. So that's on the still the top half of the bracket. Um, then you have Co versus RIT. And if and I remember this is, this is an interesting one here because last year this RIT knocked off Co. Yeah. So a year ago, um, Co came in as the one seed and RIT, that was kind of their big win to kind of propel them into the semifinals. So that'll be a, a fun matchup to see. And then they the winner of that goes into North Central. Uh, you know, we, we saw RIT early in the year, very solid from top to bottom. Just, you know, I wouldn't say like any like superstars per se. You know, they, they lost Winters. Um, he was like their big guy, but they they're just very solid from top to bottom. And that'll be a very good for first prelim. That one definitely catches my eye there. Yeah, they do have an All-American in the lineup in, in Austin Lamb. Um, he's at been 65, very, yeah. Yeah, he's been very consistent this year. He sits at number three um, in the latest poll uh, for uh, RIT at the 165-pound weight class. So, yeah, so he he's pretty solid. But, yeah, like you said, just some solid guys. I mean, they definitely have some guys on the cuffs that could potentially qualify this year in the Mid-East. So, yeah, just um, big, strong kids, you know, very good technique. Um, they, their coaching staff does a great job with them. They were yeah. really impressive at the great, great wrestlers on the mat too. Um, great, yeah, very tough. They're very tough on top. They ride really well on top, usually with legs. Um, but so the winner of Mount Union. Oh, I'm sorry. So that was prelim three. Um, yeah, they then, wrestled. You said North Central. Yep. Yep. And then the last, the winner, the winner. Yep. The last of prelim up top is TCNJ and Mount Union. Um, and again, TCNJ, they have uh they have a very, very balanced lineup. Again, similar to RIT, you're not really going to talk about a lot of highly ranked guys in their lineup, but just very consistent throughout. And that, that's a, I mean, that's an interesting matchup too because TC and Jay wrestled Jay were very tough earlier in the year. Yeah, but again, like we mentioned earlier, totally a new lineup here for Jay. Was, yeah, Ross and the heavyweight weren't in there, huh? Then yet. Ross and heavyweight weren't in yet, but TCJ can also have some guys, uh, new guys in too. So we'll we'll see. Um, yeah. Um, so that's the top half of the bracket. Then you got the four on the bottom. You got Castleton and Alvet. Uh, that's a sneaky good duel. Again, Castleton and Alvet both have some pretty high. Like I said guys. yesterday in the um, given kind of the Citrus Invite uh, recap, they had a great tournament in Citrus Invite. Finished second. James Rodriguez uh, beat the Augsburg kid in the finals. That's Stoll or Stool, however you say it. Yep. So, Sam Stool, uh, yep. Um, so, yeah. We're good good things going on right now in Castleton. That freshman, yeah. Gavin Bradley, had a really good tournament. So Yeah, they got two pretty good 125s in that Bogle and Bradley. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Castleton. And all that's always, always just a very, all that's always just a very solid program. Oh, yeah, definitely. One of the top teams in the Central Region every year. Um, obviously, they have the number one ranked wrestler in the country at heavyweight. So that's always a good anchor to have in your lineup in Donovan yep. King. Um, so the winner of this moves on to what Russell uh, Wisconsin lacrosse. Uh, but there should be some really high-level individual matchups in that one. Moving down now to prelim six, you have Wisconsin Platteville and Wilkes. So uh, first Southeast representative um, taking on Wisconsin Platteville. And, uh, we talked about a lot of Wisconsin Brad schools, very tough. That, that WEAC is very good. Um, so it will be a, a very good duel here. And that winner will move on to wrestle Wadbosh. 
Yep. Um, Six seed Wabash. Prelim seven, you have Loris and SUNY Cortland. And then you have the final prelim in Averett and Luther, um, who we just recently had on Coach Dave Mitchell um, for the pod. And he that was a great interview, so I highly recommend you go listen to that. But he kind of talks about his team a little bit and how you know they're a young bunch, that, but they're riding a lot of momentum. Um, and Averett has really uh, come onto the scene in Division Three. You know, put two All-Americans on the podium last year. Uh, Coach Blake Rulo and the rest of that coaching staff. Um, actually, both those All-Americans on their staff as well this year. So uh, that should be a really good one. So Averett Luther, a really good prelim. Um, and the winner of that goes into Augsburg. So, uh, you know, again, Averett, Averett had a, you know, a tough loss early in the year McDaniel, but it really rebounded nicely. And they got, you know, four, four guys in their lineup that are really, really solid. Um, and uh, it should be a pretty good duel, but like we saw at the Gator Boot Duels, Luther went 4-0, and uh, they're going to be a tough out as well. So some pretty interesting matchups here in these prelims. Um, mm-hmm. to, to yeah, like, like, I, like I said, spoke before, I just saw Averett at their duels. Very competitive roster, very tough in the middle. Um, so, yeah, that'll be uh, – whoever wins that match, um, you know, that'll be a good duel at Augsburg, I, I feel like. I feel like the, both those teams are very competitive and – uh, can give Augsburg, you know, a run for their money for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, all the, all these teams, um, you know, making the trip out are definitely definitely excited to kind of uh, compete a little bit against some teams they typically don't see. Um, I'll say it's a Division three level, very regional. Um, so this event really is uh, one of the first really true crossover events where you have teams from multiple regions Again, the wrestle each other. You'd like to see it more at Division Three level. It's very challenging, um, but this event is always nice to see some different matchups and kind of propel teams as they head into uh, the second semester. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so you know, it's funny this, the date they have picked. You know, it's tough for. Uh, I mean, I don't know when they these guys came back after the holidays, but always that first competition back is you know very tough to get up for this and be like in tip top shape. So, you know, that's usually a factor and it should be a great event to watch. Yeah. So all the action can be, uh, can be watched on, on flow wrestling. Um, and, uh, it should be good. Uh, you just gotta, you know, go into your flow pro accounts and, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's some teams here wrestling in and potentially in these prelims that can be dark horses, uh, in the, in this championship race. Um, but no doubt it's going to be a firework weekend, a ton of really highly ranked individual matchups. And then uh, obviously the results here will kind of speak volumes to how the rest of the dual ranking will kind of play out um, moving forward. But uh, And then last year results, it was lacrosse that won it over Wabash? Yeah, so number one was uh, Wisconsin lacrosse, which I believe um, – I have. I think I have to do some fact checking here, but I believe it was the first team to win the event other than Augsburg or Wartburg. Um, yeah, I believe you're right about that. I remember talking about that last year. So Wisconsin lacrosse won it over Wabash. North Central um, took out RIT. So North Central was third. RIT was fourth. And then I'm not sure after that. I know that that's for sure it was the top four. Um, and then yeah. – I'm not sure what five through eight looked like. So yeah, so they'll wrestle to the top eight finishes and uh and get it 
and get it going. But again, this is a, a big time event that will have a lot of implications moving forward for the dual rankings, for the individual rankings, and then, you know, leading forward to the NCAA championships um, in Roanoke, which crazy to say is uh, not too far away. Yeah, it's not. I mean, we kind of just talking about the other day. Once the second half starts rolling, man, I mean, before you know it, you got conference tournaments going. And then before you know it, be at regionals and then nationals. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So again, like like I stated earlier, great event to get kind of get the uh 2023 schedule going here. Obviously that citrus event, uh, which you recapped uh on Twitter a little bit and had uh the Midlands runner up Shinhouse are on. So that was done on Twitter spaces. Um, so make sure you check that out on our Twitter page, right? The recording is right there, G on Twitter. Yeah, all you got to do is just click the link on Twitter and um, fast forward. I think it was to the eight-minute mark. We had a little bit of technical difficulties trying to get them on there. And then we talked for about 10, 15 minutes and then gave a little recap of the Citrus invite. Um, so, but yeah, no, I mean, besides um, national duels going on this weekend, there's your sinus duels. I think they call it – what's they they call it what what starts um, with an M right yeah Mangernano duels duels this weekend there's some pretty competitive teams going there Waynesburg tournaments this weekend um so uh, we're rocking and rolling getting back uh getting back into a second half of the year and then the next week um is the Bud Whitehill duels which is also should be a very good event with some very good competitive teams there so. Yeah, I think I think there's some teams actually in this field that will be at the Bud White Hill duels. Um, and then on top of the Bud White Hill, the final weekend you also have the Virginia duels. So a lot of dual a lot of dual events coming up no. here to kind of kick off 2023. Um so it should yeah, be a the lot Virginia, of <coughs> the Virginia duels have an interesting field too. There's some some pretty good D3s and there's some pretty good D2s in there. And I think uh Liberty will be there. They're a pretty good club. So that'll, that'll be an interesting bracket to, to see how it kind of uh plays out but uh no it's it's great to be in the new year 2023 and get rolling with some competition so i know you guys you guys are off until but whitehill right yeah that's correct so i'll be uh kind of uh taking in all the results as they come uh, a little busy here on the home front uh which uh which is good um but uh yeah it should be good uh, i know yep. look, and then look- I'll, I'll keep you posted about the waynesburg tournament we'll be there this weekend competing so should be should be a pretty good field. Uh Pentec will be there, W and J, Waynesburg, you know, Heidelberg, some pretty good teams. Some uh Glenville State will be there too, a good D2. So should be some interesting results there as well. Yeah. So again, follow the national duels on track wrestling, bracket-wise, all the brackets and uh duel results will be posted on track wrestling. And to watch the matches, uh make sure you tune on to uh flow flow uh flow wrestling and uh enjoy the wrestling over the next few days and we'll make sure we uh jump back in and you know touch base and talk about these uh these results that happened over this weekend so good luck all the teams participating and uh should be fun to follow